With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police have confirmed the motorcyclist killed in an early morning collision is a 28-year-old Georgetown man. Around 6.20 this morning, police and emergency services were dispatched to investigate the collision at the junction of Walkers Road and Memorial Avenue involving a motor vehicle and a motorcycle. The 28-year-old on the motorbike succumbed to his injuries and was pronounced dead at the hospital. Police arrested a 53-year-old Georgetown man on suspicion of causing death by careless driving. He has since been released on bail pending further investigation. If you have any information that can assist in the investigation, please call the Traffic and Roads Policing Unit. The number is 649-6254 or the Georgetown Police Station at 949-4222. This is is the fourth road fatality of 2023. Police are investigating four burglaries in Cayman Brack. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sullins reports. Around 6.15 a.m. on Friday, April 21st, police responded to a report of a burglary at a business premises on West End Road East in Cayman Brack. It was reported a window was broken to gain entry and the premise was left in disarray. A Ford F-150 truck was stolen from the location along with a quantity of cash and food items. Just before 11.45 a.m. the same day, a second report was made to the Cayman Brack police station that an attempted burglary occurred at a church located on West End Road. West. It was reported two louvers were removed from a window at the location. The Air Operation Unit traveled to Cayman Brack on Saturday, April 22nd to conduct an aerial search over the island and the truck was subsequently recovered. Tuesday morning, April 25th, two further burglaries were reported. The first occurred at the same business premises on West End Road East, where a window was broken and food stolen. The second took place at a commercial property on West End Road East, where a rare door was forced open, nothing was stolen. The AOU returns to Cayman Brack today, along with crime scene investigation staff to support investigations into the burglaries. I'm Felicia Rankin-Zollins. These incidents are, of course, under investigation. Anyone with information is encouraged to call the Cayman Brack Police Station at 948-0331. The hunt is on for a wanted woman. Radio Cayman's Diana England has more on that. The last known address for 46-year-old Gail Michelle Ross was in Georgetown. Police say she is believed to be approximately 5 feet tall, slender, with a light brown complexion and brown eyes. Miss Ross now appears to have burgundy-colored hair. The 46-year-old is wanted in relation to a number of offenses, including theft-related crimes. She is known to frequent in the West Bay District, and police are advising the public to call 911 immediately if she is seen. Miss Ross is also being encouraged to turn herself into the near active police station as soon as possible. Investigators are also encouraging anyone with information on the whereabouts of Miss Ross to contact the nearest police station or dial 911 specifically if the circumstances are time sensitive. The public is being reminded that according to the Police Act 2021 revision, it is an offense to obstruct, mislead or act in such a way as to prevent the apprehension of a person who has committed an offense. If prosecuted under this section, you may be liable on conviction to a fine of $5,000 or imprisonment for two years or both. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The third meeting of the 2022-2023 session of Parliament commences tomorrow, the 26th of April. The highlight of the occasion, the presentation of government strategic policy statement by the Premier and Finance Minister, the Honorable Wayne Panton. 
The Strategic Policy Statement, known as SPS, outlines where government expects to focus its spending, as well as give a sense of government's priorities. The meeting is scheduled to start at 10 a.m. Radio Command will carry the proceedings live on our sister station, Breeze 105.3 FM. Cayman's disaster experts head to Miami for an Overseas Territories Conference. HMCI Deputy Director David Broughton says the meeting was an opportunity to discuss the state of readiness for this year's hurricane season, hear details about regional approaches, and learn more about the humanitarian crisis support mechanisms available throughout the UK. As part of HMCI's attendance at the annual Disaster Managers Overseas Territories Conference held in Miami, we heard from the Joint Nature Conservation Council about climate risk and resilience tools. And we took part in a mass rescue operation tabletop exercise led by His Majesty's Coast Guard and U.S. Coast Guard. He does radio command with most of the overseas territories hosting regular visits from cruise ships. The exercise was particularly beneficial and relevant. And they tied the exercise with a visit to the operational headquarters of one of the major cruise liners. So we got a better sense of how a multi-agency mass rescue response to a cruise liner type incident in one of the islands might work together with the support and involvement of the operational HQ um, of the cruise liner based in Miami. As well as potentially the US Coast Guard and UK uh, naval ships, depending of course on the positioning and availability uh, of these regional assets. The Cayman Islands presentation focused on the Incident Command Improvement Plan which is being rolled out in the Cayman Islands to ensure an efficient and coordinated multi-agency response to a major impact or hazard event. Just a few days after presenting at the OT conference, HMCI turned its attention to local preparedness, working with the Red Cross and the Royal Cayman Islands Police Service to train members of the community emergency response teams in personal safety. The training is one of a number of courses and activities that form part of the CERT, that's the Community Emergency Response Team Sustainability Programme, that is designed to keep trained CERT members engaged and also further develop their skills in the absence of obviously any activation of the National Emergency Operations Centre. HMCI Director Daniel Coleman tells Radio Cayman there are a number of trained CERT teams in Grand Cayman and well-established teams in both Little Cayman and Cayman Brack. HMCI and the Cayman Islands Red Cross work very closely together uh, to provide the CERT training courses and we typically provide about two full CERTs each year. CERTs have a critical role in the response phase following a slow or sudden onset event as they're trained in areas such as fire suppression, light search and rescue operations, psychosocial report, CPR first aid and initial damage assessment. You're here in the community center that we are opening officially today, the Colors Caribbean for the LGBTQI plus community of the Cayman Islands. That's Colors Caribbean legal advisor, Dr. Leonardo Raznovich, who says this is the first center of its kind in the islands. The idea is that this is a center where the community and the allies can actually come and feel safe, learn, and to a certain degree, serve as something that we've been trying to get the government to implement, particularly among the youth in schools, which is an office or a representative that actually will help people that identify or feel that they want to identify with the LGBTQI plus community to talk about it 
instead of being labeled. Amdeku is the youth program's coordinator and is optimistic this community center will encourage a culture shift in Cayman. These are people within our community. These are our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our brothers, our daughters, our sons. These individuals within this community are just as wonderful and neighborly as anybody else, and they deserve our respect. You can find out more about the new community center at ColorsCaribbean.com. Regular is up, diesel is down slightly. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. According to the overall Retail Network Weekly Analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is now $5.66 a gallon, which is up $0.04 cents since our last check on April 15th. Premium self-service gasoline is up $0.02 cents at $5.84. Diesel fell another $0.06 cents and is now at $5.84 a gallon. For a quick comparison, three months ago, prices were $5.32 for regular 581 for premium and $6.03 for diesel. For Grand Cayman, the cheapest self-service regular gas is reportedly being sold at Jose's, where Alfreg says it's $557 a self-service gallon. The regulator says the average price for gas in Cayman Brack has risen to $577. Folks on Little Cayman are still paying $7.29 a gallon. On the diesel side of things, Alfreg says the cheapest self-service option is refuel on Grand Cayman, where it's selling for $5.49 a gallon. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida has risen to $3.70 USD for regular and $4.39 for premium. You can log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.